Welcome to the Future of Work Live. Hosted by Mark Salisbury, author of the new book, Socrates Digital for Learning and Problem Solving. Each 25-minute episode with Mark and his guests prepares you for the upcoming new world of work. Welcome to the Future of Work Live. I'm Mark Salisbury, your host. Today, Jane, Dave Jameson will be my guest, and he will discuss the use of self to navigate these difficult and changing times. So let's go ahead and welcome Dave Jameson. And here you are. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Yes. Thanks for being here. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Let's go ahead and I'll give I'll give you a proper introduction for those people who don't know you. And Dr. Jameson has spent over 50 years working as an integrated scholar practitioner. His work has involved consulting with over 100 cross-sector organizations, coaching dozens of leaders, teaching next generations of leaders and change agents. And he's been providing thought leadership through publishing and speaking. He balances his time among partnering on change projects, formal and informal educational endeavors, presenting or writing his thinking for professional audiences, and coaching all who need to lead change. Well, very good. Well, welcome, Dave. It's great to have you here today. Thank you very much, Mark. Appreciate it. So I'm going to go ahead and here is... Dave Jamison, you are here, and you're going to talk about something called the use of self. And for yes. myself <laughs> and other people, um, you know, really, what is use of self? Well, that's that's a definitely important question because not everybody has heard of it and not everybody thinks about it. But um, what the way I like to think about it is is definitionally, it's the conscious use of one's whole being meaning understanding who we are in all respects so that we can be more effective in the present situation as we execute whatever role we're in. That's that's the kind of the definitional side of it. But another important way to think about it is when we are trying to develop our use of self to bring our best self forward, that is bring our best self into the work we do, then what we have to start with is our understanding and awareness of who are we, what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses, what do I have to pay attention to and what comes easy for me, etc. I have to start with that awareness and then what I build on that is what is my intention for my role, meaning what, what am I in service of or what impact do I want to have in the particular situation or system that I'm trying to work in <clears throat> as either a leader or a change agent? is It, it works the same way for, for both, both roles. And then, um, and then so the intentionality is important. Then being conscious to the present situation, which is a toughie in, in our world these days yeah. when we have to sort of try to be present yeah. And the word present is very important in use of self because when we're not present, two things happen. One is we are not paying attention to all the data that's coming in through our senses because our mind is somewhere else. 
But when we are present, we're more in the moment with people. That means we can hear differently. We can listen differently. Um, and, and we can, and we can understand what's happening in the, in the present, uh, situation. So that's important. And then, and then the next piece that's important is that we need to understand what choices we have for action. That is, when is it good to shut up? When is it good for us to speak up or when is it uh, useful for us to do something? And we all have habitual patterns that we've built up over our lives. Sometimes habitual yeah. patterns will hijack us. That is, we will just do what we always do. And what we're yeah. trying to do is get enough information and pause so that we can see choices. And when we see choices, we actually have more freedom. When we don't see choices, we are hijacked in terms of what our behavior looks like. <laughs> and then, and then, the, the, la the last part is, is we need to learn from each experience so that feedback is important, that how did we do and what came out and how did other people experience it? And, and that's very powerful that leaders don't always get that and change agents don't always get that. Mm -hmm. So we sometimes have to mm -hmm. ask for it or, or build it in. So that's really what we're talking about with use of self. You know, that's interesting because it strikes me it's it's kind of a a newer, maybe updated version of of not just reacting to the fires around you, but being yeah. able to have that presence of mind to yeah. recognize what would be the best course of action. So Yes. Yeah, very good. Yes. And if we have an intention, that is, I'm a leader and I may not know that the way I come across to people they don't really like me too much. That sometimes happens in the real world, you know, but, but they may not know it because people won't speak up to their authority or their power. And so what I need to know is if my intention as a leader is, is really different. If, if my, my intention as a leader is to actually be more developmental or something like that, then I'm, I'm missing on my intention. Uh-oh. For those of you at home, Dave is wrestling with an alligator. I don't know how it got into his apartment, but it looked like, oh, he's escaped. He's back. <laughs> Isn't it funny? We get so used to this Zoom stuff that, uh, you know. Well, it, it, it was a plug that was needed. It had to be plugged in. That's all. It had to be plugged in. Yeah. So, well, anyway, I know one of the things that we wanted to ask you about today is, is, you know, how can individuals apply this use of self? I mean, the people who are watching right now. Yep. Well, um, for about 10 years, I've been doing a lot of uh, workshops and also teaching graduate students, uh, having elective courses and stuff like that at about three or four different universities. And, um, and so I've learned a lot about how to help people get started. And there's a couple of key things that are really important in applying it, I think. I think, first of all, is remembering the statement, it takes two to see one. Mm -hmm. That's one of the early writings that was done in our field called It Takes Two to See One. Mm -hmm. And what it deals with is the combination of self-disclosure, which means what is it that I tell other people so they know who I am? And the other part of it is feedback. What do I get from other people that I can't see myself? So self-disclosure and feedback is why it takes two to see one. Mm 
And, uh, and so one of the ways I try to help people get started is find their own trusted advisor, find their own person that they can get truth from that, that know them and see them doing things and can actually provide valid and useful feedback. Mm-hmm. And so we start with try to honestly assess what we know about ourselves. And, you know, there are a hundred different instruments that people take at their workplace yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And those are, those are good pieces of it, but think of them as pieces of data and they may not be your whole self, but they, they help you to understand things about yourself. And then you add the trusted partner so that you have someone that you can ask questions of and you can converse with around things that you might be trying to work on. You may say to yourself, you know, in such and such situation, I tend to always do X and I want to change that. So now you have somebody you can talk to. So those are two ways to begin really applying this to one's own life and business. And, and, then you, then you start to also understand, am I, am I showing up the same way most places or have I created a series of personas that I am actually a different person to different populations? Mm-hmm. Meaning I act one way at work, mm-hmm. I act a different way at home. And when I go to my church, I'm, a, I'm somebody else completely. Yeah. And so, so part of it is our, our lifetime our lifetime goal is to get as integrated as we can. And it takes a lifetime because it takes us all the experiences we get that we can keep learning from. That's what makes it possible for us to bring our best self forward. Well, you know, one of the things that fascinates me, Dave, is that I've gotten a lot of kind of talk from my dad growing up that he got from his dad. And Mm -hmm. it's all this thing about, uh, you know, being honest and having integrity. Your word is your bond, all those kinds of things. And in some ways, I think some people think that that's just old fashioned stuff that's not relevant anymore, that really it's your skills in the workplace. And it's, you know, what you can do with these sophisticated uh, tools like Power BI that can do all this big Mm -hmm. data analysis. And and Mm -hmm. that's what's important. But I think now that we're starting to really think about technology as a communication device and your work as being extended to larger audiences, it seems to me like these things that you're talking about, this this use of self and the ideas it connects to, like integrity, are actually more important than they used to be. Yes, I think they are, too. I think they are, too. And um, and there's a couple of pieces of that that are really critical. A friend, uh, Joanne Preston and I have started working on on sort of researching a little bit and also writing a little bit about how does use of self show up in the the virtual world? Because it's not the same as when we're in person. And so we're starting to look into that exactly. And I don't think our concepts are any different. I think we're we're more restricted when we're on on the screen as we are now. Yeah. We're more restricted in terms of all the different ways we can relate and connect with other people. And uh, and and as we're executing the, our role, maybe we're a leader. And I've been watching this. I've been in meetings where leaders are on on their platform 
and they spend all their time talking, they don't engage people, etc. And the people are shutting off their video and they're doing whatever else they want to do during these meetings. And oh, yeah. so, so there's a whole lot of ways that the leader could make different choices. And actually what I would call show up differently on the screen. And, uh, <laughs> And so we're going to look into that. We're going to look into that piece about how do we translate this into the vir virtual world. Um, but the other thing too is, I think that um, as we as we experience new experiences or things that are outside of our range of of knowledge, we don't understand exactly what's happening. Like say the last two years, for example. Yeah. And what that does is it disrupts not only everything around us, but it also can disrupt our, our, our ourselves cognitively and emotionally. It can disrupt us. So what we need to do in these kinds of times is we need to figure out what it what is affecting me and how is it and, and how is it helping or hindering me in being the role I'm trying to be. So a lot of leaders got smacked really hard last year when everything was being hurt, the business was being hurt, and at the same time, their family was being hurt. Yeah. And so here they were trying to deal with these things and at the same time stand up and be a leader for all the other people who work for them. And just like the airlines who tell you to put your oxygen mask on first. <laughs> yeah. That's what use of self will tell us. That is, we have to make sure that you care enough for yourself to start helping you figure out how do you become stable again in an unknown and, and, and a world that's challenging you. So that, so that when you stand up to other people, one of the first things that needs to come out is your vulnerabilities are there. They're, you're a real human and they are real humans and all of us are having difficulty. So one of the good sides of this is a lot of leaders are going to have to stop making decisions in their offices and they're going to have to talk to and relate to other people. Hmm. And I think that's one of the adaptations that we're likely to start seeing more of. Yeah, and you just seamlessly went from talking about use of self to one of the things we wanted to talk about, and that was how can leaders leverage? And I think you've already told us that. And so yeah. how, how would this all go together uh, for organizations then? If you were to think about organizations, how can they navigate these dis disruptive changes with use of yeah. self? Yeah, well, um, the things that come to my mind first is um, – if leaders have not done a good job of building um, personal or human relationships with people that work for them, that's going to show up drastically when the people are struggling. Mm -hmm. And and so they're not going to turn to the leader and all of a sudden the leader's not going to have their attention or engagement anymore. So I, I think one of the first things has to do with empathy and understanding, meaning that the leader and the people that work for him, we have to begin collaborating. So we have to start using a different word, not commanding and yeah. not ordering, but collaborating. And that is we have to find out what is the reality that's affecting our workforce and what is the reality that's affecting me. And we have to jointly work together to figure out what is our best way to now 
deal with our strategy that's being broken, deal with our operations that's being broken, mm -hmm. figure out priorities for our short term and not do it by me who sees the world through my lens as being the only one who can make that decision. And so I think one thing is we can begin to build um, the relationships better and we can put all the problems on the table and not expect the leader to have an answer for them, but yeah. to have a group of people discussing them. And I think that's how we're going to get through all the changes. And I don't think we're done yet. I think there's going to be new disruptions coming forward in the future. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that part of it, and then it's, and you're also talking about being adaptive and flexible and mm -hmm. all of those things as well. And that, that actual absolute knowledge of what to do, especially in these, these changing times, we can't expect one person to have that. No. And so no, I think this you self makes us better leaders in the sense that we know what we can bring to the table. We know what we need to work on. And we know about this idea that we put our whole self into yep, being able yep. to engage other people. Well, and, and, you know, and, and connected to that is also the, the notion that um, if as a leader, if I'm not particularly good at or lean towards collaborating, being flexible or being adaptive, then I, my skill set may not be in good shape for the current era that we're in. And so part of my use of self is my self-reflection and my self-awareness and my self-assessment because, because the leader's not going to feel comfortable coming forward and saying, I don't know what to do. Yeah. But yet if they really want to engage people, they can say, here's what I'm thinking and here's what I'm struggling with. Can we all figure out a better way to do this? That's a different, that's a different conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's the difference between being uh, a real leader and being yeah. a boss, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think that's one of the reasons we replace the word manager a lot of times with the word leader, because we're trying yes. to get some of those qualities that you just discussed. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm not I'm not here to manage you. I'm here to lead our enterprise and, and help you to provide the best contributions you can provide. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. So what would, what would you tell people? And that's not one of my canned questions. I'm, I guess I'm going off script here, Dave. Okay. What would you tell the people that are watching us today it, what they should just try to work on that's going to help them in this space? Because we've already talked about, you know, mm -hmm. being your best human being is more important now than ever. How could they use this concept right now to work on some some things to make them a better worker and, and a better leader? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th I think we start with um, in my role or in my job, um, what do I struggle with? What am I less sure about? I would start there. And I would balance. I would. I would. I would try to identify one or two areas where I say, you know, as long as I've been doing this, I still don't feel really like I'm doing the best I could do. Yeah. And so you keep it to one or two. It's not the entire house that you have to deal with. It's yeah. one room at a time. And so, so you try to find two or three things. Get a trusted partner. Tr practice some different opportunities. That is, try some things differently. 
For example, with some people that I've worked with, they dominate the verbal side of, of every conversation and meeting. And so one of the things that was important for them to try was not speak first and, and actually monitor the number of minutes they're speaking compared to others. So with a little bit of support and a few ideas, you get you let that person go to their next meeting and then they go to their next meeting. And in a week or two, everybody notices something different about them. <laughs> and see, and part of it is that can actually change well, how they think about them. It can also change what people are willing to then say to that person. So all you know, of a sudden you've started a change process just by changing a little bit of your own behavior. See, and it and worked I, on me, Dave. I, I had this compulsion to interrupt you and tell you what I know. And you just steamrolled <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, many of these things are so common and so human. And, yes. and it's not about rights and wrongs. It's not about I'm a good person and you're not a good person. It's we all have room to grow and develop, yeah. but we have to find a path. We have to decide what's the pathway we need to be on. If I want to be the best leader I can be, or I want to be the best change agent I can be, what parts of my behavior get in the way and don't help me do the job the best way I can? That's my job to change. It's not somebody else's job to change. Yeah. Well, let, let's go to you a little bit, Dave. And I understand that uh, you're creating some credential programs. You're writing a new book. You're teaching yep. in a doctoral program. Sounds like you're a pretty busy guy. What, what's this about? Well, it's kind of the same career I've had all along. I just don't have a full-time position anywhere, so I'm working on a number of things. And and what's really interesting is that uh, I've started not building degree programs like at universities, which I've spent quite a few years doing, but I'm trying to think about what content can be packaged into shorter term credentials of, of some sort, certificates or things like that, that would help people to do their job better. That is, it would, it would, it would still be scholar practitioner integrated, but it would lean on the practice side. And I'm trying to take all that we know and just, and just narrow it down so that I have one that we've been building now for about a year is creating one on, on a new version of change leadership. What do leaders need to do in today's world if they're going to lead change? Um, and so that's one version of it. In, uh, in China, I've been working with people over there who are interested in learning more about OD. And we've built one small series already on being an OD practitioner. And most of these people are fairly new at it. Some have a few years experience. And we're just trying to equip them with the right sets of theories and the right sets of, 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 of skills. Um, and, and that is also that, that has also happened in a couple of other locations where what we're doing is we're packaging our own four or five or six sessions around a topic. We're building one right now on culture and culture change so that people who are very interested in that could learn it and, and get a sort of a, a small credential for it. It's not, not from a university, but it would be from some organization. And so those are things I'm working on. The book is, 
is a use of self for for everyone every day basically it's about how do we convert all of these ideas into straightforward practice for anybody any leader any change agent any person really to pick up and say what do i need to look at how do i need to build my pathway how do i understand i'm not going to learn this in a weekend i'm going to spend my life learning yeah. this and and get and I want that book to get out as well, and um, and the doctoral programs I started with our with our own at University of St. Thomas, but I've taught in four or five others, and and four or five of those are still running. So once a year I go and do one course in these other course in these other programs. So well, well you know time flies. You know they say Dave, and we're yeah. kind of at the end of our time. So let's recap this. I think this takeaway pretty much summarizes what you talked about, is that use of self can help individuals, leaders, and organizations navigate through these disruptive times. Is that a fair yes. assessment of today's program? That is, that is fair. And I'd like to say it's the central element in the outcomes we get is who we are and how we act. So. Ah, very good. Thanks so much for uh, coming in today. When you get that new book out, give us a holler and we'll talk about okay. it, okay? All right. So Thank uh, you, anyway, thanks for coming. We appreciate it. And uh, we're going to sign off. And I just want to remind people that uh, we do this on Wednesdays at one o'clock central time. So come back for the next one and we'll be looking for you. See Thank you later. You, Thank you, Mark. And you know, I'm supposed to have our our... <laughs> the video. <laughs>